Well, would you look at that? I see a very special beacon in that sky over there. Haven't seen it, in fact, for a month and a half. That would be the PowerPod Sports Pod beacon. And it illuminates to bring the best sports podcasting crew in the business all together for a very special show. Now, I realize that a lot of people that listen in this podcast feed listen for the Power Pod, but thankfully, names that you know are a part of this show, that being Mike B. Yeah. And also Nicole Bennett. So, Nicole, real quickly, you always break this down in a way that just makes it so simple and makes it so understandable for our audience. What is the difference between a special edition of the Power Pod Sports Pod and just a regular Power Pod? Right. So, it's a lot like the Power Pod, but we talk about sports. And obviously, there must be something very special coming up. Isn't that right, Mike? That's Lee? right. That, oh, that makes it. Well, oh, wow. Okay. I'll go to the over here. <laughs> Nothing's coming up. You know, so what? you know what? Um, Mike B is upset about something, but yeah. we need to make sure that we bring in the entire crew over here oh, before, Pro Bowl. before we get upset. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, the Pro Bowl is coming up this weekend. Alex Williams, good to see you, buddy. Welcome back. Senior Bowl's coming up too, right? Oh, yeah, Senior Bowl. Yeah, you got yeah. Senior Bowl. You got all kinds of good stuff. Dan Z is with us as well, too. Um, I forgot about the USFL. XFL merger. Oh, okay. that's right. Yeah. DC Defenders. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, we've got. We've I'll take got, what I can get. There is all kinds of sports out there. You can find mm-hmm. it. The NBA. You know what? Wade Phillips is still coaching. I just I just got a smile on my face. I love me some Wade Phillips. Yeah. He's okay. a, he's obviously mm-hmm. a. Uh, the, what's, it, the, what's the merger? XF. What is it? Uh, I think it's UFL the U- and the UFL. XFL. It's called the UFL. The now. UFL now. Which, which okay. that'll be starting in a couple of weeks. But okay. why are we doing this yeah. here show, guys? Number one, <laughs> first, made us. first and foremost, <laughs> that is probably we true. Got a text. <laughs> we got yeah, a text. Say that, that is, Get your ass. <laughs> there is some truth to that. I can't even deny that. But we do this every year. We like to do a cool Super Bowl preview. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Bennett has always been kind of in the lucky chair. And Given what happened in the college football world, she's been even more lucky considering that. We'll get to that conversation here in a second. But what we're going to do today is we're going to give our Super Bowl picks, what we think is going to happen, how are we feeling about the state of the NFL. But also for people that are just tuning into the PowerPod Sports Pod for the very first time, one of the things that we really, really focus on more so than anything here on this show is we focus on the landscape of the college football world. And we kind of give our our unique takes of things. Our buddy Alex Williams is a gigantic Alabama fan. Our buddy Dan Z over here is an Ohio State grad. He's got to be feeling great about what how their offseason is looking right now. Mike B, he's got 17,000 teams over there. But That's I, right. But depending on how the wind's blowing, he's got he's a fan of what happened during the college football playoff. I'm at this Old year. Dominion this year. I'm at <laughs> Old Dominion. So, ODU. Right. <laughs> so ODU. We, yeah. we've got it. We've got an old Dominion fan. And then Somehow, Nicole Bennett, I think you may have just one more team than your buddy Mike B over there because you guys have this competition mm-hmm. on this podcast where you like to make it a point to say, well, I like this team and I like that team. So how, you like, what, 18,000 teams over mm-hmm. Mike B's 17,000 teams? Yeah, Nicole Maybe got just the, about. Wyoming. Then you got exactly. the Wyoming. I don't have nobody to go to Wyoming. <laughs> Cousin, cousins everywhere, family yeah. everywhere, and I just love football, Jared. But yeah. you know, my my first love is my alma mater, and that is the University of Georgia. Is so, it? Is it? Because some of the texts that were going on over the past month and a half since the last time we were together suggested that you were very happy that the Michigan Wolverines won oh, well. the entire uh, <laughs> won, won won the college football playoff this year. Uh, Alex Williams, 
how are you feeling, man? With, I'm feeling uh, good. With what, with what happened in the college football world, the committee, you know, everybody was all worried. The last time we were together, we we're like, did the committee get it right? We were all screaming at each other, mad about Harbaugh. And sure enough, Harbaugh ends up getting the trophy and, and dipped up, out and yeah. dipped out of Michigan. <laughs> so wh- how are you feeling right now, Alex? What's the state of your mind? Um, I'm feeling good. There's some things that have gone on in the offseason that I don't like to see. I think the transfer portal is totally out of control. Um, but other than that, it's, it's, I don't like it, but it's made it, I think, feel like after college football season, people just stop paying attention, but with everything that's been going on, you can't turn your head. Yeah, you can't. It's, it makes it a, I listen, I'll, before I get to my point over here, cause I feel like I'm divulging too much over here. <laughs> I, I know I'm, I'm literally watching all the different sports apps out there, including all of our connections with UGA. I'm, I'm finding it to be quite fascinating now. Now, Dan Z, on the other hand, you know, Alex, uh, with what happened at Alabama, uh, you know, tip of the cap to Nick Saban leaving and basically your, your entire team over there. So I think you've got at least uh, <laughs> literally the at entire least, team. At least the water boy can still play over there, which is a good thing. We still thing. got Milrow. Yeah, you got you got Milrow and the water boy. So so you, you've got everything going on. You can't play on the position <laughs> down there in uh in in Alabama. Yeah. Now on the other side of things. I feel like, Dan Z, you're going to be feeling really, really good about how this offseason has gone for Ohio State. But obviously, the worst thing that could have happened happened for you, that being Michigan winning it all, right? Yeah, it was uh, really hard to watch. It was disgusting. Um, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> like I said, we all knew Harbaugh's going to dip out. He did him dirty. He wasn't recruiting afterwards. They're going to be gone. They're going to be eight and four next year. Mm-hmm. Crash back mm-hmm. down to reality. Does he so, still mm-hmm. face... Like any repercussions for the I stuff bet he, he gets a because like Trussell got it and other coaches it's like a can't compete like so if he comes back to college football he'll get slapped with suspension he's, he's not coming so back. I think he he's won't good. come back yeah. yeah he's good yeah he he kind of I think saw the writing on the wall yeah. but he took care of business he ended up bringing mm-hmm. home the uh, the coveted college football playoff trophy that's right which might be you got to be feeling happy about you're riding with the Wolverines all the way to the end well I, I made it very clear uh, season one of power pie when we were talking about the michigan wolverines harbaugh was on the hot seat but then as we moved into our seasons what he continued to do uh three years in a row was beat ohio state that's a huge game huge game in the big 10 we all know this probably one of the best and the biggest game of the rivalries period the game that's how you keep your job and we love it and we're sec guys but that big 10 matchup there is phenomenal so to beat them three years in a row and then of course year uh two you couldn't get past the sec and then year three your everybody's back all your guys are back of course we know the the issues that's happening with michigan and then at the same time but all these guys are riding for you at this point these are young men they're not boys these are young men ready to play football everybody's back everybody looks good and you get past the SEC, you had no choice but to win. And he's done, and and I I, I love how commission be throwing his shade, but at the end of the day, being realistic, he did the job. They wanted a national championship. He brought it. He has no reason to come back to college football. He's 60. He's back in the NFL. He has, uh, what, a six-year deal? Is it five or six-year deal? I believe it's a five or six-year deal. That's pretty common. The charges, he's going to do the best he can. The AFC West is, is competitive. Either get a ring or, like I said, he's won national championship, college football. Of course, his brother, the Ravens, Super Bowl champion. Have a good time. Make a whole lot of money. 
and then you know go off into retirement and enjoy family because their father is still living which yeah. is a phenomenal thing uh so he did the job yeah. and I, michigan rolled with him picked them the last three years to to beat osu because of the aggression and that's exactly what they were they were more aggressive but ohio state takes back over in the big 10 big 10 gets a little bit more competitive uh during this next football season, I'm excited. Okay, I can I can tell. I'm still I, mad. Go ahead. Football first season. ever coach to leave his school after winning a national championship. Just throwing it out there. First, really. He's the first to ever do it. Besides, Tom Osborne did it at Nebraska in '97, but he retired. Oh, okay. How right. was Osborne at Nebraska? But he retired. Harbaugh just failed on him. So yeah. Harbaugh Plus, been something. there how long? How long he's been there? After I think the 49ers. I think five, five or six, five six years. Six years. Uh, yeah. He was a winner for the 49ers, he's, but he's didn't three get and five against Ohio State. So, okay. Years. All right. Yeah. So eight years there. Yeah, okay. The last so, three, are, I think, are the ones that are the only ones you got. Are the ones that people and are going to dodge COVID year because they're listening. Our to Big Ten correspondent. <laughs> big Ten correspondent. <laughs> I like this though. I like this because mm-hmm. when we get a balanced approach, knows, there's, there's no <laughs> balance, no pressure. I love the commission. I'm about to tell you to play that no good. And he's going to chill out. Now. I ain't seen you in a few weeks now. Don't do that. You were very rosy about Michigan over there, and I expect uh, your buddy Nicole Bennett to be very rosy about Michigan as well too. But I again. When your alma mater is the University of Georgia and you look at what the college football committee did, there is no doubt that Georgia could have easily been in that in that top four realm, in my opinion, after seeing how everything played out all the way through and through again. Oh, no. Tip of the cap to Washington, <laughs> tip of the cap to Texas, tip of the cap to uh, Alabama. Um, I, I feel like there could have been another way to solve this problem, but mm-hmm. how in the hell can you celebrate Michigan when your dogs were left out there, Nicole? Because, need I remind you, yeah. my dad, my mom, my family, they bleed blue and gold. I mean, they're obsessed. They have an emotional dependence on how the Wolverines do, like a lot of diehard college football fans. But I had, to, I mean, I was so happy for my dad, my grandpa who's let's just say not having his best year health wise. It was such a pick me up for him. Awesome. Um, so of course awesome. I was happy. So I'm going to say ditto to everything Mike B said and go blue. And I would argue coach Moore, the new head coach, eh, he kind of had to step up a lot this season. And wasn't he coaching Michigan when they beat Ohio state this mm-hmm. past season? So happy, so, for him. so happy for him. Oh, I don't know about that. I'll 84. But, um, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> I love y'all, but I'm a player. So who gets more credit? Who gets more or Harbaugh? Because Harbaugh is out six games this year for two violations. It so. doesn't matter. Harbaugh uh, built that team more coached to look how it happened. Ohio State, no good. How mm. about we get I back for more? Moore's going to get slapped with all those pennies. He's the one that's going to stuck around. And get taken yeah. Hopefully the, the, the athletic director going to pay all the fines. He got <laughs> it. Right. He got it. They, they won that championship. It's going to be Vacated games. Boy, he's going to be all right. Now, Nicole, if it would have been Georgia versus Michigan, who are you pulling for? Georgia. Georgia. Okay. For sure. Okay. All right. At least, she, to, at least she, the, she stays with her alma mater. At least she's being honest about the situation. Now, Alex, I feel like you can give an honest perspective on the whole Michigan situation, them winning it all and Harbaugh departing. Basically, the uh, the week after they after they won, so it was a very quick departure. Quick. They lost. He told them. He they told they them. lost out on a ton of transfer portal um, pickups that they could have done. And Ohio State is looking like the absolute favorite in the Big Ten right now. I mean that they they probably, if I had to pick an early favorite to win it all next year, it would be Ohio State. But uh, I mean, mm-hmm. well, don't let's the kick. Go go ahead. My ah. mm-hmm. <laughs> right saying- now the odds are Georgia's number one, Ohio State's two. Okay, and I, I, I honestly, I, I believe that through and through. But 
from a neutral broker here because I could sense the tension going on <laughs> between, between Mike and Dan going on here. Uh, what, what, is, what do you think of the whole situation? Harbaugh leaving in the, in the dark of night after winning the title at Michigan. <laughs> Not shocked. <laughs> okay. Um, like we've been discussing, I, I think he might have seen some writing on the wall. He wanted to get out of all this scrutiny he's been under. And he knew he could get paid if he went to the NFL. So he said, bye. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so you are so you don't exactly. blame him, basically, is what it sounds like. It sounds like you're giving a hardball excuse. I, I, don't, you, I don't blame him, but I think, I don't know. He's just... Like the he's first like season uh, he's been interviewing with the NFL. He's right? been trying to get back. <laughs> yeah. Accomplished accomplishment. I just, just want to know I'm what done. he told those kids after the national championship. They already knew. They knew. You think so? I think they knew. There is too did. much love and respect for that man. Most kids be in there crying and everything. I he had to tell them. Okay. They, he had I hope to he tell did. them. I really hope everybody's he leaving. That senior class and those uh what you call it, the fifth year guys that opted to come back. They everybody came back. Only person went into the draft last year was that edge rusher. Everybody came back for one more year. For one more year, one more run. Because mm-hmm. at this point, they were leaving. Even the juniors are leaving. The juniors are leaving. The McCarthy could come back if he wants to. He's like, I'm gone. I just won a national championship. Corum, no, he's a senior. What's the it was? I think the running back is staying. But you got juniors even saying, Hey, I'm out. We're good. We, I, I got it. I, I made a huge, a huge accomplishment. And at this point, the way the transfer portal is set up for people who are leaving, like, like I said, ain't, ain't no loyalty. There is no loyalty. And the only person that got good loyalty, in my opinion, is UGA and, and a lot of smaller schools who are powerhouses but just not ranked like the Bulldogs. Because Kirby get loyalty. But this is what it is. Soundbite. No, maybe this will be a bad soundbite. But I do (laughs) think that if you are looking at it, if you're a Michigan fan, like you're a diehard booster to that school, time to rebuild. Looking old anyway. Let me try. Let me try my best to be as neutral as possible (laughs) on this. I'd be pretty pissed with Harbaugh leaving and not getting into the transfer portal because. That's how college football is now. The transfer portal is how. See, that's what I don't like about the transfer portal. Like, see what happened with Alabama is. As soon as the coach leaves, they're the only school good that all these kids can. That's just... the point. The the donors and the boosters no. need to be the ones no. to bring totally in disagree. bring in a good coach. That's why you can disagree with me all you want, but this no, is... I'm not talking about the coaches. It's those kids have a more of a chance to leave just because the coach left. Like, what the hell is that about? Well, they want their best chance to win a title and make it in the NFL while also making money along the way. So I, I actually think it's it's a great thing that college football is like the Wild West now, where if a coach is that good and has such a track record, like a Kirby Smart, for example, then you know you know that going there that he's going to get six or seven players that are going to be drafted in the NFL. And even if you don't get drafted, but there then is if a, Kirby Smart leaves, all those kids are... That, and that's fine. That's on University of Georgia to come in there and say, uh oh, okay, he's leaving. We need to either A, pay him more money so he doesn't leave, or bring in a top tier coach so that way you keep the talent there. So did Michigan not do that with uplifting somebody from their from that coaching staff who they loved and they saw what he did? And you still have freshmen and sophomores who have trained under these guys who are leaving to come up in the ranks. Now they may not be Ohio State, and I hope they don't. I want to see Ohio State back in it for the Big Ten because of those players and the coach. Great guy. 
but you still have those young guys. They did not leave. They will be playing for Coach Moore. And Harbaugh is not – Harbaugh, just like Saban, Saban retiring for what? We still don't know why. He, he could have continued coaching, but Harbaugh was coming – he's coming from the NFL as a head coach. This is Kirby's first big-time job. He ain't going nowhere. But yeah. Saban just say, hey, I'm retiring for whatever reason, this, then the third. Because if it's health issues, whether it's him, the whoever it could be, they got enough money to fix that. Yeah. Well, they say money that came back, no money will help all Michigan's that. And he game. has it. And the same thing with Harbaugh. Harbaugh's at an age now. I've done it. I've done the NFL and I lost Kane Cottage football. I built, I won. I'm older. I'm going back to another passion with a lot of guys who are going to go do this thing. I've trained these guys. I've sent a lot of guys to the league, successful guys. Now I am going back one more run, and then I'm going to retire. The gamble that Michigan is taking by going with more is whether or not the culture of the locker room stays with uh, stays with Michigan, or do they end up losing too much talent? That's a gamble everywhere. Alabama just turned around and had the guy from Washington. He exactly. I think yeah. the difference and, with and, Alabama is that it was, it was more, uh, to me, unexpected that it was happening. And there was no successor in place. Like I feel like he kind of thought more, had a chance to get the job, and it was an internal hire. Whereas, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, Saban was still—he still had like six more years, years on the contract, contract, so it was kind of out of nowhere. And then you, 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 have, to get you have to hire—you <laughs> have to hire a coach super fast to stop the bleeding, or other one's going to leave. Like yep. this is why I tell my friends are all like, "Day's got to go." It's like if you fire Day, then these guys are all going somewhere, and there's going to be a gap of two to three years until that new coach can come in and recruit his guys and. Do all whatever he needs to do, um, but yeah, it's it it they tried their best to like get a coach as fast as they can. Well, and I saw on social is like people were saying you got to be crazy to take that job. Like, I, how are you going to fill those shoes? You don't want to be this guy. You want to be the next guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I like saw. The board's like, you if he doesn't win wait, wait on three years, they wait on Dabo. Like, they gonna wait on Dabo. You they don't so? want Dabo. I don't, I don't know if they want Dabo. That fan base is like chanting, not anyone but Dabo. Who they want? Well, and Dabo is who y'all want, Alex. You got me. The, the problem with Dabo, God, Lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want Lane Kiffin? You, you want Lane Kiffin? Is who you want? Dabo. Dabo has been very open, and he feels the same way that you feel, Alex. He doesn't like the transfer portal, and he doesn't like how people are jumping in and out of it. I think I just don't like it because it's not what I'm used to. It's something I just got to get used I, to. This is life. Life has changed. These players are getting paid finally what they deserve to be paid. These olds ain't loyal. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, they're not. And, uh, I, loyalty. I, Nine returning starters coming back for the Buckeyes on defense. That was number two in the country. Okay. All right. You, and you, then you, we were returning. And guess what? Nine returning starters. Oh, wait. And then you just added the number one court. Yeah. Y'all took some of Caleb our downs from Alabama. So that's, that's going to be a number I'll, one I'll, defense. I'll give you an, still got a coach. So go ahead. Keep I'll, on. I'll give you an honorary victory lap there, Danzy, since you feel so good about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nine returning starters on the defense that finished second in the country last year, only behind Michigan. So, and we added it, the number one transfer player overall at safety, Caleb Downs. Thanks, Alex. Uh, and then we got the quarterback Howard <laughs> from charity Kansas State. Event. And then we got the running back, oh two-time uh, running back for the SEC, Judkins from Old Miss. Mm-hmm. Where's that puke sounder Rocker. when you need it? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was loaded uh, before. Y'all hope y'all get a kicker. Go there ahead, was Derek. one of our transfers that Georgia really, really wanted. I think maybe Caleb not a transfer. Was it Caleb? Yeah, yeah. that Georgia really wanted. Georgia. I saw it on social media. Like, oh, we're getting them. We're getting them. No, well, very, listen, very well, listen, I think that we what we all have to agree with, and I think Nicole even, you know, you've been awfully quiet. How do you how, how do you feel about the transfer board? Like, are you upset with NIL money? Are She's you nervous. are you upset with players money nervous. Money that, they, that they deserve and the opportunity that they that they deserve? Like these players, you know, a lot of times they jump in the transfer portal and it doesn't work out. So, like, I, I hopefully 
people are seeing the light on this. Like they're like, it's it's not what I grew up watching when I was a kid. And you're right. It's changing. It's it's basically a way to adapt and survive and offer these kids a good chance to, you know, potentially have a career outside of football later on because they end up making money while they're there too. So how do you feel about it? I'm obviously. No, I agree with everything you just said about the benefits for the players. I do. But I think as the fans, I'm with Alex and that I'm just going to need some time to wrap my mind around it because right now it feels like it's mayhem. How much time? time? This has got to be the first year. It's been this crazy. Yes. It's yeah. been crazy every year. The Not trans- like that. From the top elite schools. I think it's just because you guys lost your coach. He retired. <laughs> I know. Just oh people aren't tra- transferring to West Georgia. <laughs> hey, West Georgia actually has a good squad coming. I will say. I think that's the other reason I'm quiet. Yeah. I, I just think that. Hang on, one, one, go ahead. That's go, ahead go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. I know I said, I feel like this year does seem crazier, but it could be Thank because like, one of the top five to 10 programs, like, is like losing a head coach and people are transferring like, for sure. Yeah. And in this, it, was like a, it was like a fire sale when Saban yeah. said he was going to retire. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, and everyone decided to jump in on it. And you were saying there, Nicole, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, I think it feels crazier this year. And I think the reason I'm staying quiet is because, you know, Georgia's got the number one recruiting class for 2024. And our coach, knock on wood, is still here. We've got depth. We've got a lot of good players coming back. So She's I'm just still gonna, nervous. Yeah. <laughs> back. Just let everybody talk, you know. Okay, all right. Oh you know, I, I, she, she's nervous because <laughs> turn around and show us that Taylor Swift jersey. Yeah, she's nervous because her beloved Taylor Swift is in the uh, Super Bowl, which we will oh get that whole conversation <sighs> in just a second here. Uh, real quick, with a yes or no answer here, did the college football committee get it right after witnessing the entire college football playoffs? Yes or no? Yes. No. Yes. No. Oh, okay. It's split cast. And you? I I think that they could have. I'm going to stand exactly where I said on the last Power Pod Sports Pod. When you have six teams that are this evenly matched, this business, this is what it is. College mm-hmm. football is a business. There is a way where you could have easily said, okay, obviously Michigan and Washington are the top two teams in the entire in the in the country right now. But these other four teams are too closely matched. Let's create another game and give these ones a buy here. And I don't want to hear the excuses of, well, the format says it doesn't work out. Hell, remember with COVID? Like some some conferences canceled all their games. Others mm-hmm. decided to play 10 games. Some, some conferences played six games. Don't give me that. Don't give me yeah. that. We can't make it work out because college football could have easily come up with a solution mm-hmm. to make it work long term. They did. And they said Next season, watch what happened when this season over, and all y'all sitting here tripping. Ohio State stacked up. The the greatest college football head coach just retired. Uh, NFL great came in college football, figured it out, won him a championship, and took his ass back to the NFL. And everybody sitting in here talking trash, and ain't none of them paying y'all bills. Let's move on. I like it. I like it. There, well said. There, well said. There, uh, might be what I wanted to. Uh, but I want to make sure that we hit real quick before we uh, before we move on into the recap of how the PowerPod Sports Pod picks went this year. Is I wanted to offer everyone a chance here to bring up a couple of surprise picks that could be in the top twelve because the next year the college football playoff will be twelve teams. That's going to be super cool. Um, I, I think finally it'll solve a lot of the problems that we've dealt with over the past couple of years, but also like some of these teams probably shouldn't be involved in it. 
So this is the really, 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 really early outlook on a team or teams that could possibly be in the playoff next year. I feel like I'm being unfair to Alex. I'm going to Alex a lot. So Nicole, you go first on this one. Oh gosh. Um, so sleepers that we think in a way, in a way we could call it a sleeper. That's fine. Oh gosh. Um, I, Jared, I feel like I, I should have done more <laughs> research for this. Um, I mean, no one would be. We're not, we're not, we're not tallying a score on this one because we can just look back. It's like a time capsule, guys. When we come back in August of this year, we'll be able to say, ha, ha, "Look, we're so smart," or "Wow, we're idiots." So, what, um, what do you- I well, you know, I'm high on them every season. Is not really a like surprising sleeper, but I'm always going to talk up Utah. I'm always going to talk up my Utes, and I feel like I have a gut feeling that what's the quarterback Cam Rising. Let's hope yeah. he's not injured this season. Knock on wood. I Maybe mean, he'll be rising. and he might be a rising star for 2024. <laughs> so that's maybe one of my teams I would throw in there just because okay. let's see if he's not injured. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like, again, not a huge surprise, but I'm curious to see the new SEC teams, how they do Oklahoma and Texas. I feel like. It's going to be interesting to see how this season goes. It's going to be crazy, right? I mean, yeah, it's going to be mad. Better records than Bama. I, I, oh, I haven't are. been. Uh, the fact that, again, it's I right now it. January 30th while we're taping <laughs> the show. And the fact that I am this excited about college football when it's in August. I know. I've never been this excited about this, this early about it just because of all right. the changes that are coming, because of the transfer portals fund, because of the stuff we've talked about before. Mm hmm. I was going to say just one more thing. This is kind of backtracking a little bit, but it was making me think of it with all the Big Ten talk because this is going to be the first season that CBS is covering the Big Ten and not the SEC, too, which is going to be be a huge change. We don't realize yet until we're in it, but that's going to be big. So CBS is my sleeper. CBS, I think, is going to be a huge, huge factor. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see how CBS wow. uh, that from Gary. ends up handling those Rutgers exactly. games for sure. All right, uh, Alex Williams. Uh, since you're you're perked up over there, what, what's a sleeper team that you think we should that could make the playoff at the end of next year? I'll be honest. I'm excited to see what Ole Miss can do. Okay, all right, that's fair. I think Ole, Ole Miss would be a playoff team this year, though. If if you, if if you were to take 12 teams, so that that's fair. Well, yeah, that was just the when as soon as the question got asked, I was the first team to pop yeah, in my head. I, I I would take Ole Miss as well too. I think that they're they should definitely be. It would be a complete underachievement if they didn't make the college football playoff next year danzy what do you think buddy i like utah and old miss i think both those are solid picks but i'm going back at my sleeper missouri yeah missouri's really, Ooh, really yeah, they built they, they, they <laughs> <laughs> yeah vanderbilt really they're in the, really irrele- they're in the uh, what was it the irrelevant bowl versus <laughs> yes uh, exactly they're just sleeping they're not sleepers they're just sleeping <laughs> what what do you think there might they be finished well, the stadium yet i i really <laughs> i I really don't know with the with the Pac-12 is gone, and it's it's such a it's such a shift because you I'm so used to Bama being a contender, and I don't think Bama I think Bama make a good bowl game. They play the Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> Jay is gonna get them to the Birmingham God Bowl. Sake. I'm just saying they listen, y'all. Everybody left Bama. <laughs> Nick left, and they all left. I don't know. I, I it's a few teams, but if I if I got a pick since we threw Missouri out there and Ole Miss, I mm-hmm. want to sound the same. The Wolf Pack with Grayson McCall. Okay. McCall. Grayson has okay. did his thing at Coastal. He's home, opted to stay in, and he's a phenomenal quarterback. And now you 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 know Sun Belt was fun. 
you've won it and now uh, you on the big lead now in the ACC. Who they got coming in? Cal and who is coming in? I think SMU is coming SMU, in as well yeah, too. Yeah. 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 And, and Tech look great. Yeah, Tech Tech ended the season very well. I don't I don't know if they're quite at the playoff. Probably not top twelve, but I I can, I can see them right. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a very, very fun mm-hmm. year watching some of these teams jump in there. I think that one of the things that's going to be super interesting is watching whether or not like a Liberty or something like that ends up jumping up. And then because they end up going undefeated, you can't say no to them. You, right. have, you have to throw them in. Let them have fun. And I love that they're going to get their butt spanked, but at least they got the shot, right? At least they got the shot to go undefeated in there. Shout out to Jamie. I am a Liberty Flame. Yeah, mm-hmm. there Master's you go. Program special education. He's leaning in now. Make sure you hold him accountable. We'll see if he's still as consistent with that in uh, in August as well. I might transfer, but anyway, go ahead. I, guess I, <laughs> I, I feel like LSU. I feel like LSU. This is a year for them to really oh turn things. I know they're losing a lot of people, but man, their their transfer portal looks great. They're recruiting well. Uh, I, I I don't see Missouri being as good as they were this year. So I think that LSU ends up filling the void on that side over there. No, my there's God. no conferences anymore. The same way yeah. Jared Stop picked the, the Falcons to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, it's so fine. You know what? <laughs> I, I know what you're queuing me up for. You want us to go on and get to those Power Pod Sports Pod picks. I can delay it no more. I can. I have to release the belt from last year, so it means it's almost time mm. to hand it over to my buddy. Oh. To put Ohio State in front. Snap. Hold. Kick. The Power Pod Sports Power. Wow, sorry, guys. I'm popping you out earlier. Goodness gracious. Well, that's the last time for this sound, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure is. Man. Yeah. was viral. like, listen, this yeah. is the last time. What did you want? Well, Michigan winning it all? I was going to say, what would be worse? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead there, Nicole. <laughs> I was going to say, what would be worse? We play the Michigan sounder from the National Absolutely. Championship? We are not I mean. playing Michigan in here. Uh, we'll be playing uh, some Michael Panix Jr. <laughs> I thought about that, about that <laughs> uh, sounder, that fourth and 20 uh, throw at Auburn. No, no, no we're good. It's worse, man. You know, we, sorry, we don't, we don't support the uh, AARP anymore with, uh, with, with what happened with uh, Saban. So, Alex Williams, uh, I have to gift you this belt here. But first, we have to make sure that we formally – explain why i'm gifting the belt here so dan z what's the latest or i guess not the latest what is the final score tally from our power pod sports pod season hold tallied it um the finals was including the bulls and everything i believe alex had 129 wins and 53 losses um so top uh nicole second with 124 wins mike with 123 jared 121 and i got last with 118 hey you know what it's all right Bravo there, Alex Williams. Congratulations. Bravo. Congratulations. This, one, this one's for you, Nick. That's for Nick. Was it worth the sacrifice? Was shout out. My wife said I had to give her a shout out, too, because uh, I did consult her on some picks. Oh, oh, that's tampering. Oh, what's up? About a, a sports pod investigation. Uh-huh. Right? That's tampering uh-huh. right there. Y'all let Randy pick for him <laughs> one year. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know if they were helpful. <laughs> you won the belt. You won the belt finally. And I'm, I'm still the only repeat champion. That's true. That and the only one that's won two. That's so, right. So I've won. Uh, that so has everybody won? No. no. Nicole and Dan have not won oh. yet. But hey, there's always next year. There's always next year. I'm season one and two. With that being said, too, I want to give Alex his due. You get 30 seconds to glow it about whatever you want to glow it about. Let me turn my mic off. Here we go. Well, first of all, roll tide. <laughs> Till I die. Um, 
It was a good year of picks for me, for sure. I definitely invested more in my picks this year than I ever have. Obviously. And, um, of course, the one year that I win, my head coach retires. <laughs> so, so I guess it's it's bittersweet. But you know what? I'm going on with Kalen DeBoer. And uh, I think I'm going to hold, hold on to this belt till next year. Yeah, oh. you will. You get a hold and on. And next year. Wow. Easy, easy now. Nicole, you can let him talk I, to you like that? What is Nicole? Is we got to like, mail this thing to her? No, she's got to come to Atlanta. She has to come up here and get it. Yeah. I, I will come. Yes, I will claim that in person next yeah. season when yeah. I win. <laughs> Look at that. If you end up winning. T-Swift for life. So congratulations to Alex yeah. Williams again for winning Winning the belt here. I'm glad that everybody season, everybody five. feels yeah, good. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And again, we picked all these games. And so if you want to go back into the time capsule available in our Power Pod feed right now, you can literally go back and listen to me make a fool out of myself on plenty of my picks. Mike V makes a fool out of himself on some of his picks, but also we all we all had our moments. Picking UGA I was to lose to Ole Miss. What? I, I know that was, that, was, that was a bad picking one. Virginia every game. Except what? one, and then they won that one. So got <laughs> burned by a bunch of them. So you can go back into the time capsule and listen to any of those on any of your favorite. Who did they play? West provided. Georgia. Uh, wait, West Georgia, man. You know what? Maybe they're maybe they're my sleeper going in there. Go Wolves. Oh, oh my they, god, we, we made some good hires, and our basketball team is ranked currently, depending on when you're listening to this, it might may change, but ranked eighth overall in all of Division Two. Oh, Not okay. too shabby. <laughs> so let's get into the Super Bowl madness here because I believe we made these predictions before the NFL playoffs, Dan. Is that correct? On we who did. would these predictions were week three of college? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. All right. Wow. So started a little bit. Gosh, so. I totally forgot about these. <laughs> I, I, before, before we jump to uh, pro football, next year is the national championships in Atlanta. Yes. Is it really? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's good. Sports Pod might be doing a live show outside. We will. Buckeyes we will certainly put in our put in our information. <laughs> I mean, calling it. we are. Yeah, remember everyone. We are an award nominated sports yes, podcast. That's right. So they, Jared, make it happen. They have, show. They have no reason not to let us in. Jared, give us some media credentials, credentials, please. <laughs> we need it. Thank you, Jared. Make it happen. We will right next to game day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we're going bigger than game day. We're gonna knock him out of there. We're gonna Thank knock, him, knock we'll him out of the field right next. That's right. We'll be on the fat back of the show. That's right. That's right. We'll show Jared, make it happen now. Jared, know everybody. We'll, we'll make uh, we'll make them regret ever coming to our city for <laughs> for a national championship ever again. Uh, all right, so now going into our our Super Bowl uh, picks that we did back in week three. Apparently, I do mm-hmm. not remember making these picks. We these did. Are, these are quite hilarious. I actually saw this sheet ahead of time. So Dan, see, we know what the Super Bowl is right now. Obviously, it's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. Did anybody get close to it there, Danzy? Mm. Well, actually, all of us got one team right except Jared. Uh, Jared. Jared had the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Atlanta Falcons. Hey, the Jags and the Falcons were both 2-0 and at the time. Come on, give me a break. Oh, okay. I had the Browns versus 49ers, so I got one right there. Mm-hmm. Alex had Chiefs versus Eagles, a rematch. So did Nicole. So they at least have the Chiefs. And then might be some love of the Jags, too. Yeah. Jaguars versus 49ers. Yep. The, the Jags should have had a better year than, than had, what happened. Yeah, they, 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 they had a, quite a collapse there mm-hmm. at the end of the year. And I think that when they start off 2-0, they were killing everybody, remember, at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. But that just shows you, man, anything can change in took, football. Took Ryan Nielsen from us. Yeah, hell, I know. Which oh, my is, God. As a Falcons fan, that was 
awful to see him leave. But Arthur Smith, hey, at least he got hired. You know what, right? Offensive, oh, got a coor- job. offensive coordinator for Where? the Pittsburgh Steelers. So oh, congratulations. Wow. That, when I say literally this morning, because this is the 30th, I saw an article about the um, whoever the guy is. Because I, I don't think they refer to him as the general manager in Pittsburgh. What's the guy? Uh, I can't is, he, is he referred as general manager? I thought he had like a different title. Just the leader of their operation. But yeah, I too. think it said it was left up to Mike Tomlin uh, to hire the offensive coordinator. Oh, that was like cool. this morning. And now you say Arthur done got the job. Yeah, Arthur got it. Oh, okay. Well, he liked to run the ball, and that's Pittsburgh for yeah, you. So. Exactly. We'll see if it works. He like big boys from Alabama. What's the what's the head running back? Najee Harris. Uh, Najee, Najee Harris. Najee Harris. As mm-hmm. a, he'll be a decoy, so it'll all work out. Don't worry. Najee <laughs> Pickens. They'll all be Who's decoys. The backup. Who got the yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The backups will be the ones that get all the carries there. Okay. So looking at this Super Bowl, guys. <laughs> at least you got more. But yeah, he already had him, but at least you can have him back. Shots fired. I wanted us to make the big splash, but hey, Raheem Morris, you know what? I, I wish him luck, Coach Morris. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe he'll bring a championship to Atlanta, and maybe Are one we, day. We about to be fired. I hope so. We need a quarterback, man. Quarterback away. That's from- the thing they got to do, and hopefully him and Terry are allowed to do it. Rich McKay has been relieved of his football duties. He's only soccer, and so Raheem has. Uh-oh, soccer has- team's going to struggle now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they won the championship before the Falcons. Anyway, um, but, yeah, he's he's got some seasoning on him now. He's gotten older, and the respect around the league. Yeah. Um, just, just the respect from He's so player's many players and coaches. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you just got it's exciting for it's, it's super uh, exciting. Atlanta. And, and and being under Sean McVay is huge too for mm-hmm. the past couple of years. Winning a Super Bowl. I mean, he's definitely Sean improved. McVay, so something boy. that confuses me. Go ahead. Is now everybody is supposed to report to Arthur Blank. Like most teams, what? they an uh, owner, a general manager, and your head coach. But why do they the coaches need to report to Arthur Blank? Shouldn't they report to the general manager? They're working. They're uh, they're being allowed to work together. Okay. Which which I I, I just happened with. to see that on uh, social media, and I was like, that doesn't seem. Mm-hmm. Like but I've you say as a head before. coach, this is what I think can complete my team, right. my general manager job. I'm going to get it. I That's how you. it should be. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think um, Rich McKay. I, I talked about this a lot on my Saturday show and on Power Pod last week. So I don't want to repeat myself too much, to everybody. But Rich McKay had a little too much power. And, I agree. I totally agree. And it was a weird order of operations. I feel like Arthur Blank was just wanting to be the owner, but not be involved in the day-to-day operations. And then um, when Belichick came along, Belichick said, well, this guy has got to get out of the way. It exposed Rich McKay. Rich McKay is like, no, don't hire Belichick. And then mm-hmm. Arthur's like, okay, fine. If I don't hire him, I'm getting rid of you. I think that's mm-hmm. basically what happened. Rich been long. here too long. He and, needs to go ahead and, and retire. And, and now hopefully Atlanta United mm-hmm. doesn't go into the toilet like, uh, like uh, a lot of the a lot of the years that we dealt with being a Falcons fan. But so, we're here to talk about the, four, the 49ers and the Chiefs here. Yes, Alex. Oh, Just a are? quick fun fact. <laughs> One of the people that got interviewed for a coaching job is a defense coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens, Mike McDonald. Yeah. Graduated high school with him. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Nice. Did you like hit him Centennial up? Centennial night. Did you go get like some varsity with no. him or something like that? No. That is a fun fact. Look at that. I expect you like Mike. Yeah. Well, I saw that on social media. I was like, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you like <laughs> Alex Cole, this, 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 use some, uh, there's a bigger problem here, here, Alex. Yeah, exactly. Listen, he, he Why played football. Reach? I played golf. We kind of floated in different circles. <laughs> so what? What? You can make a Venn diagram here. Come on, <laughs> now. We can easily, like, like, come on now. Like, these circles could have floated together. And you guys could have talked, and we could have had some connections here. I've told Got you. Got on the sports pod. Yeah, 
man, we could have done this here. What, what were you thinking? This was an opportunity. You talk about how how I have to get us like the college game day. Madison, <laughs> uh, an exclusive with a with a potential with a potential next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. There, that's true. You know what? And you let us know. Well, he didn't get the job. Why don't you so apologize right now? Apologize to the audience real quick. There you go. Apologize. I have failed us. I have utterly failed us. I had a chance for a great guest on the sports pod. And I pooped the bed. You did? And so did he. He didn't stop Mahomes from making soup. Oh! <laughs> Well, wow. well, we didn't get to interview I him. Think, <laughs> thanks. I think we can all come to the conclusion here. Before we get into like the actual well, nuts, and, nuts and bolts of how the Chiefs and 49ers got to the Super Bowl, Nicole brought up something that was interesting during our pre-show prep here. She feels like mm-hmm. football is already over right now. So you really feel like football is already over right now? Well, so my husband, being a huge diehard Chiefs fan, um, obviously he's very excited. I'm excited living vicariously through him, but... I was just mentioning there was a skit this past Saturday on SNL where they made the joke that the championship weekend is the last true weekend of football for actual football fans because the Super Bowl is more about the commercials, the halftime is show. It, is it? It's how some people feel. That's all I'm saying. So it just got Your me kind of depressed. Like, and, like, like when the Falcons were in it, in this 20- two teams nobody wants to see. This year the Super Bowl is all about Taylor. Well, Swift. I don't know about that, yeah. but. I said what I said, Nicole. I love this team. I can't agree with that, but but I am like kind of. It's bittersweet. I'm in like a football funk, you know. Why your team's in it? Like, what are you talking about? Like, like I feel her husband's team is in it. Her husband's team is in it. But still, you care about him. You care about him. You know, I'm wearing a Chiefs jersey. McCall Hardman. Actually, no, no. (laughs) Of course, I'm excited. Of course, I am. We're going to definitely see more of uh, – I, I think they're going to be pretty you guys really think no, she's going to make it in the box game? With all of the celebrities that's on her level, so her and Snoop and uh, uh, Drake can't come there because she got a new boyfriend now, <laughs> uh, which is the Kelsey boy, and then uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce will probably be there. All the bit, they're going to be up in the box. Oprah it's might be Vegas, there. Man. So we're going to see more of the box than the game. Trump, yeah. Trump going to be in there with them. <laughs> Donald may be there, the Don. Yeah, <laughs> you have her on the in the have him in the complete opposite box of her. That's for sure. Uh, I I I just find that hard to believe there, Nicole. I'm still processing what you I'm, said. I'm guys. saying that's what I've heard, and it made me feel kind of bittersweet. But of course, I'm excited. I mean, when your team makes it to the Super Bowl, it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yes. I mean, because when the yes. Falcons were in it in 2017, which is seems like it wasn't that long ago, but saying it just makes it feel like a long time ago. Like I was 100% focused on that game mm-hmm. and did not care about the commercials, didn't care about the That's halftime right. show at all during it. I was what I was focused. So I feel like if your team's in it, mm-hmm. football is still relevant and football is still around. Mm-hmm. But if your team's not in it, like everybody else here on the PowerPod Sports Pod, then football is over. So for you to say, oh, it feels like it's over. Like I was surprised by mm-hmm. that take. Now I still else, think Monday should be after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. I drink. I do. Mm-hmm. It certainly should should feel that way. So do you feel like football's over there, Mike B? Yeah, I do. I know. I, I hear what you're saying. You're a little depressed I hear what you're saying about, you know, 49ers fans are going to be watching. I know a lot of 49ers fans, and I also know, I really just know three Chiefs fans, Nicole and her husband, and uh, I got Q from my podcast. Other than that, I don't, I don't, no, I know these Fairweather Chiefs fans because they are Patrick Mahomes fans or they just jumped on 
the bandwagon out of nowhere. I know people born and raised in Atlanta younger than me. I'm a Chiefs fan. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. okay. They gained a lot okay. of female fans. But I, and I also think, too, like if you if we were just watching the Chiefs play the 49ers, nice rematch. The 49ers have a different team. They are a dynasty in the NFL. And then this Christian McCaffrey, the oh I gosh. love him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Debo's my boy. Shout out to the Gamecocks. So just to see. And then to see Brock. Because people was like, Brock wasn't going to be nothing. Brock was like, okay. Mr. Irrelevant. Hold my beer. Hold changed, my beer. Those critics changed their tunes Listen, real quick. Brock told him, he said, hold my beer. And let me show you something. But the Taylor Swift thing has really. No, people don't want to see that. People wanted some new excitement for the Super Bowl because Pat and the Chiefs are turning into what we saw to the Patriots. And then it was some of the same old teams. When we played the Patriots, Tom was older, and they was like, wait a minute, Atlanta back up in this thing? Yeah. Absolutely. We are, and we lost. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, we, we, we've still got a chance, man. We've got the Bijan era coming up next. Now, Dan, do you feel like even though the Super Bowl is coming up here, I know it's been a very difficult life being a Browns fan, but oh, uh, but you know what? Oh there God. there are there are difficult fan bases to be a part I of. Mean, do you like that? And uh, but do you feel like feel like already? Are you processing that football is already over, or do you look at the Super Bowl as like the last gasp? Um, it's like a bittersweet moment. Like I, I feel like yeah, it's like I already see it as over because it's like the last hurrah, and like yeah, it's fun to get it's fun to have the party and watching everything. But like you're doing more like visiting and talking than you're like, if, if my team, if it was the Browns are in it, I already told you you're having that party. I'm not coming. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be at the house. I'm going to be watching the game, but the Browns aren't in it. I, like, I don't care. It's I don't care. Who, like, it's like, it's like, I don't have a dog in this fight either way. So I don't really care. It's football. So I'll watch it. And it, yeah. Yeah, it's got the, you know, all the glamor mm-hmm. of the Super Bowl, but it is like a bittersweet moment. Cause you know, it's like, that's, that's it, it to August. Look, so it's like, yeah, it really it, is. You're, it's, it's, it's just a bummer. You get yeah. a little football cleanse until August. Well, same question to you there, Alex. How do you feel? Um, like I was just saying, it's a social event. I have zero invested in it. I really didn't have. I mean, I'm not not saying I'm not a Falcons fan, but I wasn't like hugely invested in when Atlanta played. It was fantastic to watch, but I'm a college guy, man. It's just it's not as exciting to me. So I'd, I'd rather watch the Natty than the Super Bowl. Really? Regardless of who's in it. Well, I think uh, most of America would disagree with you there. I think most of America ends up watching the uh, Super Bowl over the mm, over the commercials in halftime. Commercials in halftime. You know they don't have everybody I know from Atlanta wants to see Usher. That's it. Yeah, which I think Usher's halftime show is going to be a lot of fun. Mm. And then obviously, you who's know, doing we, the national anthem? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. I, I, Taylor Swift. Anyway, I think I it's Reba. Yeah, it is Reba. Oh, we love yes. Reba. But I know a comedian from Atlanta uh, that's on a uh, syndicated radio show. And he said that he's showing up to the Super Bowl party when the second quarter ends. He's going to watch halftime, fix him a plate, and then he's leaving and going home because he's got to get up and go to work this morning. Hey, there you go. So it's I'm doing the same thing. Not invested. (laughs) Well, nobody want to see them. Nobody want to see them. I just like to say, but I'm also still me, and I'm going to be, and already am, so nervous I might throw up for the Chiefs. (laughs) So. That hasn't changed, guys. You need some medication for that. So I really do. I really do. We, we've mentioned a lot of the Taylor Swift angle here, so we got to talk about a couple of the other angles here at the Super Bowl before we actually put in our picks here. But are we feeling annoyed with all this stuff going on with CBS yes. in particular this past weekend? You know, with this moment, you move past Jerry Rice. I know. Oh, not this one. Sorry, Travis Kelsey. Hey, with, with Taylor Swift. To the victors go everything. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> hey, 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 Phil. Phil, life is good, huh? Phil? Yeah, life is good. It is. Celebrating with Taylor Swift there on the Ravens field. And then at the very end when he ended up 
hoisting the AFC Championship trophy at this moment happened. You moved past Jerry Rice. I know it was all about the win, but this was legendary stuff that happened out here today. Shout out to Jerry Rice, baby. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and believe it, <laughs> you got to fight for your right to party! Believe it, baby. We're going to Las Vegas, Nevada, to go get us another one. Celebrating on the opponent's field right there. I feel like we should come to Nicole first because obviously she's she's <laughs> she's gonna love it. You loved it, right? I mean, I I love Travis Kelsey. I love Jason Kelsey, I think, just like a fraction distraction marked mirror <laughs> because of also who Travis Kelsey is dating now. He kind of got a little demerit in my book, but I love, I mean, I I I think Patrick Mahomes is the goat in the making. I think he's incredible. So I love Andy Reid. Andy Reid is an incredible head coach. Um, yeah, go Chiefs all the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, knew it. So you're totally fine with what happened on that field there. Mike V, you are yes. shaking your head. Go ahead, man. Oh no, when it's time to celebrate, when you win, you win. And a lot you you they were the away team and they won. So what are you gonna present them the trophy outside? Yeah. The locker room? No. The- too so many feel, people out there. I feel Their like their families are there, and the Taylor was there. You couldn't put her in the locker room with all those men. Travis would be feeling some type of way. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. You can't he put already her throwing kicker stuff. Well, like, know, who like, throws the kicker stuff? Well, like, okay, this. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I because we, he we he was practicing on their side of the field. No, his home field. I can practice whatever field I want to practice on. Thanks so so their whole team was on that end of the field. He did that to be antagonistic. Justin Tucker is on my list. He's on my oh, list. So now he's on your get list, but Taylor it. not. Okay, Nicole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's always she's the list right now. I'm to put my pick in 49ers. Thank you. Okay. Taylor will always be on my list, but Justin was wrong. He was everybody was saying he's acting like the victim, and he's not. He was being antagonistic. You know, you guys, by the way, you were kicking. It was at yeah. home. You yeah. you also you kick where you kick at home. That's you also right. won the game. The so, so the fact that people are getting so upset about uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey throwing the equipment and the football of Baltimore Ravens kicker this Justin Tucker is absolutely ridiculous that we're getting mad about this. <laughs> did you like? He was the, disrespectful. I said what I said. Dan, did you like the celebration the Chiefs had after the game? Was it too much? Like with the Taylor Swift on the field and oh my oh, gosh, celebrating on the field like that was it? Too I kinda, much? I'm, I'm, I'm swinging to the other side of this. I feel like there's like too much uproar over Taylor Swift. I'm like, people just get over it. Your old white males yelling about Taylor Swift. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> who cares? Just watch the football game. If you don't like Amen. it, I'm you. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, I'm sick of people like, oh, my God, they're, they're showing too much. I'm trying to I'm watch like, the game. They cares? keep pointing the camera to Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. Like, also, I, I, I told Jared, I am one of the, I actually was one of the rare people that was rooting for the Chiefs because I will never root for the Ravens because they took the Browns from Cleveland. So I will never root for the Ravens. I hate the Ravens. So I was rooting for the Chiefs. So okay. I was happy Amen. So you were happy about the yes. situation. Alex, what about, I mean, the Lamar celebration of the was too that. much. Lamar was, nah, man. was a baby. Don't play, do Lamar. Playoff Lamar showed up and we Celebrate your drip, man. <laughs> it was not Lamar's fault. Celebrate your drip. You won that game. <laughs> okay. Right. Everybody's okay with the celebration. Yeah. I felt I felt like it's a little bit much for have to have Taylor Swift out there. Mm, celebrate. Yeah, get beat at home and other teams celebrate, but you get mad. They lost. What when it's the opponents feel? It's one thing when it's you, when you're it's at home. Out there, compared, it. it doesn't doesn't bother me. By the way, that Taylor was out there. It, what bothers yeah. me is the way they celebrated on the field. Not uh, not necessarily. How, how say, pointing to each other. But yeah. how do we say it's too much? They won, but then we're then but again we're saying get over about the kicker, and I'm just making jokes. But at the end of the day, it's his home field. I don't give a damn who's there. It's my home field. I'm out there. I practice in this stadium. From time to time, other than my practice field, I play here. 
I can kick wherever if you want me to move in your ass. But you're talking about the celebration too much. They lost. They lost. Okay. All right. Everybody, I, I guess I, I will consider myself. Can a, I, I, can I, I really like Lamar Jackson. So I, that was, I said to Malcolm, the only person I feel bad for right now is Lamar Jackson because I really not, like him. It was I not did. playoff Lamar. They did it everything possible. Both them and the Lions, by the way, on the NFC side, did everything in their power to lose those games. We could have mm-hmm. easily had a Super Bowl where it was the Detroit Lions versus the Baltimore Ravens. But of course, mm-hmm. Dan Campbell for the Detroit Lions went way too far and decided, oh, I don't know how to kick a field goal anymore. Even though he always goes for it on fourth down. That's his yeah. thing. But still, it doesn't matter. Like you're you're in a situation. No, where I it's agree. A it's a championship game. Anymore. Field goal, you know, like you could have easily just completely milked away the 49ers. You gave them a shot, and then they end up winning the game. Yep. Agree, As for the Ravens, the Ravens had, I think, three red zone turnovers. You can't have that. You can't. You just. They look terrible. They didn't run the you're ball. Not, you're not gonna. You're not gonna win games by doing that. And uh, I just didn't. I didn't like the way the celebration was portrayed by the Chiefs. And again, I, I don't dislike the Chiefs at all. I don't dislike that organization. I, I'm much happier with them than I was with the Patriots, for example, with, with them with them winning. But the way they celebrated on the field just was it was a little unctuous. I wasn't I wasn't a big Turn. fan. Go ahead, there, uh, Nicole. And Mike B, don't worry. Taylor will always be the list for me. So she is always, <laughs> always got to play. Sure. Yes. Cool. <laughs> always. So always, going always. into the Super Bowl, guys, I wanted to go on and get picks here. I know Mike B already gave the pick, but real quick, just to remind people what your pick is again. Who are you taking and why in the Super Bowl? I am taking the 49ers uh, because I really don't have a dog in the fight. But uh, the Chiefs have won, and the 49ers, uh, Shanahan, we don't like him here in Atlanta because we don't like what he did. But um, he he's done well in San Francisco, and that that squad is they they've lost a few games they shouldn't have lost, but they they playing ball. Yeah, they're playing they great. Playing they're, they're probably the most complete team in the NFL. What's mm-hmm. your score for for the Super Bowl? Uh, I I think it's close. I think, uh, and it's just me talking because it it might not happen. Chiefs defense is uh fantastic. I just want them to be like tied fourteen to fourteen, and then it's the fourth quarter. Two minutes left, and Christian just breaks off a 65-yarder. 21-14 final? Uh, 20 to 14. They missed the extra point, and the cool. Chiefs can't get down the field because the defense is going to turn up. Okay. All right. Locked in. 20 to 14. That's Mike in. B's pick with the 49ers. Alex Williams, the Brock, champion. Brock Purdy. <laughs> you mean a little Brock Purdy? A Brock Purdy. Taking the 49ers. What's 49ers, 24-17. The pick is in. Fair pick there. Nicole Bennett. I got to go with the Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Oh. Um, no. Gosh, I hate that. It's one of her so albums. It's one of her albums. It's going to be the score. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Oh, <laughs> hey, I am going to go with. <laughs> Nicole, if they lose, just shake it off, okay? Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Um, I'm going to go with the final score, 31-27. The pick is in. 31-27, Chiefs winning it. What are you thinking there, Danzy? Spreads two. Minus two Ooh, to the four. Really? Real close. Yeah. Niner, minor, Niners minus two. We'll take this one straight up, though, just, little, just to make yeah. it make this one. It's the Super Bowl, so it's a little different. A little fun fact. Last time these played, it was leap year. It was 2020 leap year, and it was Chiefs. Oh, that's Chiefs. right. Um, I think it's going to be the flip of this. I'm going to be 31-20. We'll go the reverse. 49ers win. The pick is in. All right. And My man. I will that's take right. the 49ers as well. The pick is in. 34 34- 31. Almost, Almost a sweet. Are we going to have to do an extra special sports pod if Nicole wins so we can let her have her 
That's just hey. do an IG live. Listen, yeah, that's fine with me. That's fine. As long as that beacon is in the sky right there, that means that I come to the studio and I talk. So if the beacon is up, I come. If it's up to you guys, whether or not you guys <laughs> to follow what the beacon oh, you says. You see what he's doing? Real hardball is uh, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, is there anything else that you guys want to get off your chest? Or go? I'm not going to see you. I need guys. a raise. I'm going to see. I'm going to see you guys. I obviously throughout the year, but it's kind of sad because I want to talk to you no more. I know that this is. <laughs> Technically, the first show of 2024, but it's also our season finale. You know, we got to feel good about ourselves. We got a first-time champ in Alex Williams. Super Bowl coming up. You know, we don't we don't come back until uh, till August when we're all back together again. Unless, of course, Nicole decides to shine that beacon in the sky. There is there anything you would like to say to the all the great PowerPod SportsPod listeners there, Alex Williams? Y'all have some faith in Kaylin DeBoer. Okay, all right, I like that, Dan Z. Keep me my take time when we come back for the in August. Guardians will win the World Series, and the Cavs will win the, the NBA championship. Okay, you need a minute to process here. I, he took me out with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, can't wait for college football. O D U U C F U G A. Okay, in that order, in that. Order. I mean, translation. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, Nicole Bennett. What are, what are your words uh, to the Power Pod Sports It's pod? been a great season, you guys. I already uh, miss all of you, our Sports Pod text thread, and uh, go dogs and go Chiefs. Well, that yeah. thread ain't ever going to die. No, it, it's not. We're going to have some fun, by the way. We're doing a little uh, Super Bowl get together ourselves. So hopefully, anybody. That's involved with the PowerPod Sports Pod decides to come through and have a good old time with us. In the meantime, obviously follow us on our socials out there. I'm at Jared Yamamoto on all the socials. Alex Williams, how did people get you? At Alex Williams WSB on X. Dan Z. At DZerger21 on Insta. Mike Boozer underscore WSB on the X. Be careful, Mike. He's got a couple burners. Uh, <laughs> go ahead there, Nicole. At Nikki Ben on X. On Thanks the again X. for hanging out with us, guys. It feels <laughs> great to be here in yeah. 2024 but again weirdly enough we say goodbye to you until august so it's until not then, goodbye it's not a nick saving oh sorry <laughs> that is the truth right there alex Williams. it is not goodbye it is see ya later <laughs> be sure to follow us on all the socials out there at power pod wsb the power pod on facebook enjoy your super bowl be safe don't drive drunk don't do anything that any of us would wouldn't do yeah, yeah that's right no. <laughs> you know it's a lot of dangerous open. right all right i'll that's say bye bye all <laughs> <laughs>